Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of PodQuest. Today, we have a special guest, YouTuber, and the number one fan of Legends of Loch Lamora, Murphy Napier. You said the title wrong. How did I, what did I say wrong? Fake fan. <laughs> you said Legends of Loch Lamora. It's lies. Oh, you're right. You claim you love the series, too. It's a lie. I mean, like, that's, that's what the book's about. His legends? Yeah. One would argue it's about his lies, too. I mean, it's kind of a little bit of everything. Sorry, I just, all your fans already hate me now because I've already interrupted to fight. No, it's okay. Every, every one of our episodes is us arguing with each other. Oh, good. So this actually fits the theme. I'll get my knives out. Yeah, no, like, we record our normal, like, weekly episode tomorrow. Um, where we we all decided to watch Gremlins, like the 1984 like movie. Oh yeah. Um, my one friend does not like movies. Like he just full stop. He doesn't like fiction. I should say. Okay. And he's already been in our group chat, not like arguing, but like, have you have you seen Gremlins before? No. So this won't make sense to you. But in the movie, there's a little dude named Gizmo. He he looks like a Furby, and they tell they they tell the kid who gets him, don't feed him after midnight, don't get him wet. And my friends in the thing, it's like, well, what does after midnight mean? Technically, all time is after midnight. I'm like, dude, Ooh. it's a it's a movie. Come on now. Just... That sounds like the kind of conversation I would be having. <laughs> yep. And my other friends in there, like, arguing with him about it. It's like, well, yeah, but if I say, hey, let's hang out after seven, you're not going to be like, well, every time is after seven, so I'm on my way over now. <laughs> all <laughs> we do is argue. Save your bickering for the podcast. What are you doing discussing it in advance? Oh, we'll, we'll find more to bicker about, believe me. Okay, good. <laughs> it's, it's what we do best. We're all from New Jersey. <laughs> so there's plenty of bickering then? Oh, yeah. That, that is what New Jersey is known for. Oh, fun. Yeah. The arguments and tomatoes. That's all we have. Okay. Yeah. See, look, you learned something. I learned something. It didn't make <laughs> it sound very appealing. I maybe won't be going to New Jersey tomorrow. I mean, I, I wouldn't advise against it. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. No, New Jersey's fine. It's it's fine. You just as long as you know how to drive correctly, and that is stay out of the left lane if you're not going faster than everybody else. Okay, it'll be fine. Well, we have trees here. That's about I have, all. I have trees. But are your trees as pretty as mine? Uh, I mean, in some parts of it, like we have the pine barrens. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll visit the pines, just not the people. The pine barrens is actually the, probably the place that like you guys would end up if you were in New Jersey. Probably true. We would yeah, find the it, nature. It's woods. It's got the legend about the Jersey Devil. Like, you would just oh, gravitate to it. Yeah, I'm super into it already. Yeah. Wait, have you never heard about the Jersey Devil before? No. Oh, you should look this up. It's an old, like, like wives' tale, like, myth about, um like, the common one is the 13th child of this family from, like, the 1700s that was born, like, def like deformed in, like, a demonic way. Um, So he's got, like, cloven hooves and stuff like that and gets like left in the woods and he still like haunts the pine barrens to this day or something okay yeah looking it up yeah no it's there, there's a bunch of different takes on it but yeah it's it's like one of those really popular lore things from this general area i think we've managed to derail really quickly i know i'm, I'm super good at derailing um <laughs> <laughs> it's what i do best well i mean look at look at your discord i derail that all the time i derail that all the time <laughs> We're a good team that way. Between the two of us, we make sure nothing is ever on topic. Oh, yeah. Uh, look, where's the fun in things being off topic? Lynn would be so bored. She would. She wouldn't have a job if it weren't for you and me. That makes it sound like you pay her. Oh, she wouldn't have a hobby if it weren't for you and me. <laughs> that, that's, that's better. Um, 
But yeah, so for anyone who's not familiar with Murphy, uh, she talks about books and stuff on YouTube uh, like five times a week, right? Four times a week? Five, yeah. Five? Too much. <laughs> how how did you actually get started with like the videos? So I stumbled on the book world of YouTube because I was reading a book and a scene was that a scene happened that I found confusing. And so I was Googling information on it and I stumbled on a video review. It was one of the three like first booktubers, like the people that kind of popularized booktube. Then I found the other two because they were all friends and just watched them for a long time and thought that they were booktube. And then over time realized that it's a whole community of people. And then it was just kind of a foregone conclusion. It was like, if reading can be social, I'm there. I mean, it seems to have worked out. It has. I have loved it. I feel like that's like the general thing with with like that's like with booktube in general, too, is like like you find like one person and then all like that person will mention another person. And then all of a sudden, like there's two dozen different people talking about different books in your subscriptions. It's almost like if you give a nerd permission to be a pub to be a nerd publicly, then like all the other nerds are like, wait, what? We can have a community. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know how you popped up in my YouTube algorithm, but like one of your like one of your more viral videos, like the um, like one of the Harry, Harry Potter, Potter ones or something, something. Yeah. Like popped up. Um, it might have even been like a Stormlight video because I had just finished reading um, Mistborn. And okay. I'm just like, people talk about books on here now. And like, I know. Right. And like I like it was like you and Daniel and a couple other people. I'm just like, what is going on with my algorithm all of a sudden? <laughs> Apparently, I like books now. Well, I mean, yeah, like I, I actually said it on your on your server the other day. Like, I saw that. Yeah. Last year I read 15 books. This year I re I've read 101. Yeah. So you're a wild man. It's it's not that hard to read. I, no, but you like you outread me, though. Like you're always going. This is my job. And you somehow do it better than me. Yeah, wait, how many books have you read this year? Do you know? No, I don't keep track, but I'm sure it's less than you. Because you I, read everything that I read and then some. Doesn't Lynn keep track of it for you? Yeah. Okay. So like at the end of the year, you do have like a, I've read this many books sort of thing going. No, because she, she, she mixes the books and the manga. So I would oh. have to go through and sort them unless I just counted them together, which I don't because to me, one volume of manga isn't equivalent to one novel. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I have a spreadsheet and they're, they're separate on there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be hard for me to go through and see how many books I've read. I just don't care enough to spend those five minutes. Yeah, I just I liked seeing the like the other stats. So it was just easy enough to just have like the number two. Like I want to see how many pages I read and like what the average number of days it takes me to like finish something is. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Like it was one. Of, so I also didn't know that I liked fantasy until 2022. <laughs> So Wait, you read Mistborn. So that's when I read Mistborn. Was Mistborn, wait, was Mistborn your introduction to fantasy? Like adult fantasy, yeah. Like when I was we younger. Did, Bob, I... We're twins. <laughs> See, look, we were all talking about that with, with our, our, our family dynamics. I know, right? Yeah. Before we started recording, turns out we have basically identical families. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like um, I read like Harry Potter and like Aragon and stuff like that yeah. in like middle school and high school. Same. Her uh, Hunger Games? Okay, yeah, yeah, I did read Hunger Games, but that's more, I didn't really think of that as fantasy. Oh, I've already forgotten what we were talking about. Continue. <laughs> I was just naming books now that I read when I was a kid. 
but yeah, yeah, like Hunger Games, I definitely read. Um, but yeah, so it was a lot of like I read a lot of the similar books that my dad and my uncle had read when I was growing up. So like thrillers and stuff like that. Sure, sure. But yeah, it wasn't until like picking up Mistborn in like mid to late 2022 and like reading that through like I guess the summer. Actually, no, I must have started that early 2022 because I finished that by like April, and then I went right into Stormlight. Oh my goodness, that's quite the venture as a new yeah. fantasy fan. Yeah. And then, like, in the middle of Mistborn, that's when Sanderson did his um, Kickstarter. So I'm like, I like this one and a half books I read. I'm going to give this guy a bunch of money for these boxes with books unseen. That Why completely not? makes sense, Cobb. I feel that's not true, though. You weren't just getting into fantasy when the Kickstarter was announced, were you? Yeah, I didn't join your, I didn't join your Patreon until August of last year. Really? It feels like you've been there longer than that. No. Yeah, I, I didn't actually even, like, I wasn't active on it until, like, January of this year. How is your presence so large that you've superimposed yourself in my memory years ago? I don't know. I say a lot. <laughs> like, <I'm> very... <laughs> that must be it. But, like, also because I didn't read much fantasy, like, like I do. Like, generally, whatever you have in, like, that just chaos of channels of, that is your TBR, <laughs> I just read them. Because I know. Because why not? Well, that has definitely gotten you a lot of fantasy books under your belt. It has. Like, at this point, I've read more than, um, I think I've read more this year than the last decade. Wow. That's really impressive. Yeah, because I think I was averaging, like, 10 to 15 books a year. Like, So are you typically the type to get a hobby and then just make it take up all your time? I mean, not necessarily. Like, a lot of the reading is, like, audiobooks. So... Like, oh, I guess a lot of the speed is coming from audiobooks. Okay, so, let me ask you a different way. Is it normal for you to get into a hobby and then devote a lot of your time and attention to it? Because you spend a lot of time just chatting on the server, too. Yeah, yeah, probably. Like, if I like something, I definitely, like, dive into it for, like, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the reason I ask is because that's how I am. If I find a hobby that I like, I usually make it my personality, which is why I typically don't have time for a lot of hobbies i just have like a few interests and then they and then i just those are my interests and then you find ways to make those interests overlap like you really like boats so you read a lot of like nautical fiction <laughs> that's so true i love the ocean and boats and anything nautical so i will tie it into my other hobbies any way i can but like you don't really it's funny like you read a lot of like both nonfiction that is like nautical themed and like fiction, but you don't talk about it in your videos as much. I guess like do those just not do as much like traction? See, all those make it into my reading vlogs, so they still get talked about. It's just I don't know. I think I think they get the I think they get the same amount of attention, Cobb. Because no, go ahead. So I, maybe you're cutting stuff out of it, like like maybe you're talking for them longer and. It's rambly, so, like, you're trimming it down, so those things, like, just seem shorter. Oh, you just think that I, I don't go as in-depth with them? Yeah, like, um... Yeah, that's fair. I feel like the wager you talked about quite a bit after reading that one. But, but like, maybe, like, like coming back alive, like... Well, you haven't seen that vlog yet. Has that not gone up yet? No, because I put that vlog off. So it's oh. going up on Thursday. I feel like you finished it so long ago, I just assumed it was in a video, and I, it, it you like, just glanced over it, and I it forgot It was like about a week it. and a half ago. <laughs> That's not how time works. It was like a month ago. You finished it at like the beginning of December. You finished it like a month ago, but it took me a long time to get through that first half, and then I blew through the second half. 
that first half was actually rough. Yeah. It, yeah. You have to have a lot of faith in the process. Yeah. Like, it ended up being a good book by the end, but, like, the first part was very much like, here's a bunch of backstory that, like, only kind of matters. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, and, here's here's what was on the back of the book that we told you this thing was about. Right, right, right. And it's a lot of like disconnected stories and you're just like okay how can this all be relevant at the same time yeah and like i get it like if it was it was written very much like a fiction book yeah i could see that do you feel like it paid off i mean you know my thoughts but did you feel like it paid off yes and no like i i liked it but i felt like i think because it was written in such a way where it felt like a it felt like a like fiction it didn't it didn't read like a like a nonfiction. Yeah that i agree with that it wasn't a letdown because like i'm glad like as many people survived as they did but it almost felt like oh this was just anticlimactic at the end but it's like mm -hmm. oh no wait it was nonfiction. like there shouldn't have been a big climax like you thought it felt anticlimactic explain yourself so i guess anticlimactic wasn't the right word but no. I, like, it didn't wrap up well i guess is the thing like it just kind explain of like explain yourself so they got they rescued the guys that they could and i thought that part was was incredible amazing yeah, yeah like 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 the i guess third of the second half where it was like the helicopters going out trying to like rescue these guys like exhausting their options like nearly dying themselves because the conditions they were in um i forget everyone's name but like the one guy the guy that was basically the captain of the boat that was injured that yes was dying yeah and like like that whole bit there like all of that was thrilling but like once they like once that was done, it all just kind of wrapped up very quickly. Interesting. See, I once we finally got through the rescue, I and to be clear, because I feel like we just barely you kind of like quickly said the book title. So if anyone is still listening to to this side tangent on a side tangent, it's the book is called Coming Back Alive, and it's a nonfiction rescue story. Um, it but when they when we finally got through the rescue, I. Uh, I was like, oh my goodness, I need to know how the survivors survived. Like, I want to know about their PTSD. I want to know about their survivor's guilt. And I thought that the author did a very good job of touching on all that and kind of leaving us without dragging out the falling action, still leaving us with knowing kind of the cost of being a survivor in, in such a situation. So it reminded me almost more of... And you don't watch a lot of movies, so, like, this yep. might not click, click. But, like, a lot of times in movies, especially, like, coming-of-age movies, there's that, like, pre-credits role where it kind of gives you, like, and such-and-such such is doing this. Or have, oh. you ever have you ever watched the, the Great British Baking Show? No. Oh, well, you should watch the Great British Baking Show because that does it, too. But, yeah, it's like the, like, here's where this person is, here's where that person is. I felt like it was just all very, like, quick and with yeah. how much was in the how much was front loaded about these people mm. i kind of wish that was shrunk down and the back half was was stretched a little bit more i think like, that's that's a valid complaint like i enjoyed it still it's not like it was a bad book i again the first half drug but like once stuff happened and i don't know even know if i would have thought it drug as much as it did had the the prologue chapter not been so aggressive Prologue was very aggressive, and then it really slowed down. But I think that's a that's kind of a common uh, narrative style of getting you with the hook, and then slow, and then going backwards and slowing things down and getting you back up to that point. That's true. Like, like a lot of books do that. 
if the prologue isn't like happening in the middle of the story, it's something else to kind of like get you excited about what's going on. Yeah. It's just, just that beginning, that, that, that beginning just really drug everything kind of yeah, down a little bit. <laughs> it really did. I can't even remember exactly, like I can't even articulate what it is about the first half that, because it took me, I don't, I don't remember two or three weeks to get through that first half. And this is a short book, but I just couldn't be bothered to pick it back up. And then once I finally got through that part, I was completely engrossed. So maybe that's partially why I enjoyed it more in the end, because I spaced out the first half and second half so much that the second half kind of stood on its own a little bit more for me. That's possible, because I think if I remember correctly, because it has been like a month for me, um, I read like that prologue and I'm like, OK, this is good. Because I think I even said something to you. I'm like, hey, that prologue was a lot. This might not be that. like a, a quick read. Yeah, you even DM'd me to warn me that it was going to be a heavy start. Yeah, um, and I think I, I said it in the channel too, like, content warning for anyone that's, like, prone to, like, issues with this stuff. Right. It, was, it was It was very, it was about as graphic as something like that could be. Mm. Um, and, like, so, like, I, like, did that, stopped for a little while, like, came back, like, two days later, did, like, another chapter, and, like, did that for a couple days, but mostly because that beginning kind of slowed down so much, I'm like oh, well, I have, like, six other things I'm trying to read right now, too. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, this is going really slow. I'm going to focus on this other thing. Yeah, yeah. And then I hit a point where I'm just like, well, I'm done the other things. I'm just going to, like, blast through this. And then it was worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, once I got to that back half, I'm like, I just need to keep going. I need to know. Same. Like, do they make it? Who makes it? Like, how do they make it? Yeah. I probably would have DNF'd if my dad hadn't told me it all comes together and it's really, really good that first half like considering how much stuff doesn't happen and it's really just like hey this dude really handy built a cabin got himself a wife lived off the land like great for him but like what does that have to do with a rescue story right <laughs> <laughs> or like yes yeah i think one of the other guys like left home at 12 and just became like a hobo like working odd jobs across the country until he eventually ended up in alaska of all places yeah i think you that and i find that with a lot of the non-fictions we read because you because we usually are are reading nautical non-fictions and a lot of what we read is uh like rescue and survival stories so there's only so much story to tell so i think we find a lot of padding in the kind of books that we tend to pick up yeah, you know, that's probably true. I think I, I keep looking back at like something like The Wager, which had the padding, but it, like the padding was still interesting because it was it was leading up to the crash. Yeah. So if I remember correctly, um, Kyotori and Kratos both were pretty underwhelmed with that book, but you and I really loved it. Didn't you love it too? For The Wager or for Coming Back Alive? For The Wager. Oh, I loved it. I was mad at you for it not being on your actual top 10 list. Was it not? No, it's like one of your honor. It's oh, the yeah, it was one of my honorable, honorable mentions. That's true. <laughs> Whoops. I like, don't know. Like you had something else where I'm just like, okay, that was a good book. But like the wager. It was, was, it was Wild Swans. So I went, I, I yeah, fair enough. Well, so, so I didn't read Wild Swans. It was one of the other ones. That's that on I you then. <laughs> like, but you, you can have more than one nonfiction on your top 10 list. I didn't okay. feel like I could. Why? <laughs> I felt like I had to pick one. It's your top 10 list. I know. Well, it was really a top 15 list. I just called it top 10. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, no, I, so I liked the wager so much that we actually bought a copy of it. And uh, my wife has an uncle that lives in California. Um, mm -hmm. And we bought a copy for him and sent it to him for Christmas. Oh, that's awesome. Did he like it? So I, well, he I literally just he opened it yesterday. Had time. Yeah. But like, okay. I, 
we've sent him books the last couple of years. So like last year, I actually sent him um, The Way of Kings. Oh, yeah? Like sight unseen. Didn't know if he liked fantasy. I'm just like, you know what? He seems to like stuff similar to this. Maybe he'd like reading a fantasy novel. Um, and then we talked to him like three months later. He's like, yeah, I've read all of these. Like he, he just he got he got the rest of them. And he's like, yeah. And like I've been digging into like some of the other stuff. I'm trying to figure out what the Cosmere is. That's amazing. Yeah. Like we were talking to him yesterday for Christmas. He's like, yeah, I just finished The Reckoners. You got to so send like, him a couple of our pirate nonfictions now. Well, I mean, I sent him the wager. That's like adjacent. That's not pirate nonfiction. They're naval men. I said it's adjacent. No. We've been reading books about historical pirates who are glorified criminals, <laughs> not naval men. By the time they got back to, to England, they were criminals. <laughs> I mean, well, okay. I, well, look. If I was going to send him a, a pirate nonfiction, which one? Um, Under the Black Flag has been my favorite that we've read. Oh, that was a good one. That that was the one in my head, but I was I, I definitely had the name wrong. No, you didn't know. What's your favorite pirate nonfiction that we've read? So I really liked that one. I also liked the um, I liked the Roberts one. Oh, um, if a pirate I must be. That was a yeah. good one. Yeah, I I liked it. Like it focused because it kind of focused on him, but also segued to the other people a little bit. It did. And that's another that's another thing with these. You know, we've read what, like four pirate nonfictions this year? Four or five. And all of them we only have so much history on these pirates. And then we eep into speculation. And even that we only have so much of. So to dedicate an entire book to a single pirate, like you you're gonna have to go into other stuff. <laughs> it can't just be about one man. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. The one I was thinking of, though, was Republic of Pirates, but Under the Black Flag was the better one. Yeah, I agree. I think Republic of Pirates and Under the Black Flag did the same thing, but Under the Black Flag did it a little bit better. And then I did not like, um, what's the, the really historic one? Yeah, um, uh, A History of Pirates. Yeah, General History of Pirates. That's that's the pirate book, though. If you're going to read a pirate nonfiction, then like that's the one that a lot of other books end up referencing well i mean and the the roberts book like there were quotes from reference tons mm -hmm. and it's like but we know that most of this is not accepted as true so like I don't know if that's true though i've heard you say that a couple times i know that there's a lot that uh that people speculate oh, i don't know how true this is and there's a few things that we can concretely say this author pulled from these news articles and those were embellished. But I think generally it's considered to be as reliable of a source as we can have. Okay. So I think around the time that we were doing like under the black flag and stuff, I think I had looked into general history because... Well, maybe you know more than me then. But like I may, I may have not been looking at like reliable sources, let's say. Well, I haven't looked into any sources. So. Okay, so I, then maybe I do know more. Who knows? The do you, uh, do you know the the YouTube channel History Biopics? I want to say. No, I'm really bad at YouTube. I watch so little YouTube. I basically watch like you, Daniel, a couple couple Pokemon YouTubers, sure. and like <laughs> and like a handful of other things. Uh, I'm not gonna be able to find him quickly. Pirates. So just to be clear, biographics. <clears throat> is the channel that I was talking about. He has over 2 million subscribers and he makes a lot of pirate videos and he references uh, general history of pirates a lot. So I've just assumed it was credible. But okay. now let's go back. 
if you watch so little YouTube, what are you doing so involved in my community? I like books. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I like books too. If you look, like I don't, I don't comment on your videos all that often. Well, and um, if you do, I don't know it's you. And like when I do, it's usually something snarky, and then you respond very like. That happened one time. <laughs> and you've just never responded since then. I have. I I don't know. Here's the problem. I go through when I post a video. I go through the most upvoted comments until I get until I've done a lot of it and I'm ready to move on. So I don't always note. I don't always notice if it's someone that I should recognize. Which to a hundred percent like makes sense. Like you're so you you did the the channel split, but like I think yeah. your your manga channel that used to just be your main channel. You've got like close to five hundred thousand subscribers, right? I don't think I'm close to 500. I think I'm over four, but I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm that far over four. All right. If we're rounding though, over four is closer to five than like 200. What are these, div what, what are these boundaries you're setting? I think I'm closer to four than I am to five. Why two? Why throw two well, in there? Well, like if, when you're rounding anything above three, you round to five, anything below three, you round to one, right? Whose so, rules are these? I don't know. Math. <laughs> Math's rules. Here, let's see. Let's let's see. How many does it say? So you have four hundred and thirty-eight thousand, which is closer to four than five. It is, but like in the grand scheme of things, you're closer to five than like a lot of other people are. You can't just make up the rules. And if we look at so if if you add that with your books channel, you're actually at like three hundred and ninety or or four hundred and ninety something. That, that's not that's not how you equate subscribers it's not it's not math you don't add them together but if we did you're closer to five hundred thousand. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to do this conversation <laughs> you have a the, the point was like you have a lot of subscribers so like keeping track of of comments and like responding oh, right. to them that's, is like its own full-time job that's how we spiraled here yeah all right <laughs> it's very easy to spiral <laughs> well especially when the your your conversation partner is just making up rules as you go look that's how math works you make it up as you go and <laughs> you hope works. for the best math has specific rules i've heard it both ways that is a lie there is a reason i didn't continue with a degree in computer science it's because there's too much math <laughs> and you kept making up the rules yeah if, if i can't figure it out if i just make it up like what are they going to say like no you're wrong they, yes actually that is what they would say yeah uh, <laughs> but yeah i i couldn't imagine like having to like go through and actually like respond to how many comments you get because like, sure. like i've seen like I, i've opened a video and been like there are hundreds of comments on this it's been up for an hour <laughs> yeah so i uh i mean i enjoy it i love reading through comments it's just you can only do so much of it you seem to actually get a lot of like like you don't have a lot of trolls yeah you're right. I have a really great community. Like, it's it's kind of staggering to, like, because I, I will, like, when I watch stuff on YouTube, like, I will scroll through the comments. Uh -huh. And, like, so many channels where the the person doing the video seems super cool. Just uh -huh. the worst people in the world commenting on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I oftentimes am a little bit baffled at that because the internet is such an unpleasant place to be uh, so often. And somehow I found myself in one of the most pleasant corners of the internet. I don't really understand how that's happened. I guess that is like a lot of booktube stuff that like you, you don't see a lot of negative on a lot of those channels. 
It depends on like there are there are booktube channels that kind of lean into negative content or or um, like drama content. And I don't know what their comment sections are like, but I, I imagine it's probably a different vibe. Um, but like even my manga channel, you would think would be a little bit more hectic. But like it's really awesome there, too. Except for except when you tell people you don't want to read Berserk. <laughs> no, I just ignore those people. I just don't say that's not true. Actually, I've, I've said many times that I'm not going to read Berserk. And uh, there are people who have their feathers ruffled about that. But for the most part, people are like, eh, I'm not happy about it. But oh, well, yeah, it's I do think it's funny how much people want to influence you in, yeah. and like what you read. And, like, I get it. Like, they're a fan, so they want you to read the thing that they are right. a fan they of. They want to hear my commentary on it. Yeah, they want to hear your commentary. They want you to be a fan of it, too. They want you to, like, gush over it the way they probably do. But, mm -hmm. like, if something's not for a person, just let it not be for them. Yeah, I think part of it is that I try to make my community as much of a community as I can. So like I try to make it interactive. I want I want people to give recommendations and I want to read what people are interested in hearing my commentary about. And so because I invite people to influence my reading, if they're unsuccessful, you know, if they suggest something and I say, ah, no, I'm not going to do that one, then it's almost it's almost like, no, you opened the door to this. <laughs> Why are you closing it now? Yeah. And but even then, though, like just and I'm I'm basing it mostly off your Discord servers. Oh, sure. The people on both of those, like I don't I don't really interact on the public one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like your Patreon one, like people will like, you know, be like, hey, when are you going to read this? Mm -hmm. but, like, that's it. Well, like, again, no I've opened that door, though. Like, yeah, I have a suggestion form and I hold polls for people to choose what I read. Like. I open the door. So there is a, I, I, you're right. There's, there can be a lot of pushiness and that can sometimes be a little bit frustrating if someone refuses to drop it. But for the most part, I am aware that I opened this door. Like I told people, Hey, I want your input and I want this to be a community thing. So I can't really get fussed when people want it to be a community thing. And exactly. Obviously people should respect my no, but I also understand that, you know, this is just a byproduct of it. Yeah, I, I think in some cases, just like from what I've seen, like some people are joking more than being serious. Like they do sure. want you to read like the thing like Berserk, but now it's almost become like a meme on the server. It has absolutely become a meme. We have a meme for it. We have a GIF for it. Oh, that's true. Yeah, the, the welcome GIF actually just say, no, you don't want to read Berserk. <laughs> but like, so like I, like, I think some people lean into that a little bit harder, but like no sure. one does it. No one does it mean spiritedly. Where like, no, if you look, yeah, I agree. Like I, I follow a lot of gaming content, like like mm -hmm. podcasts and stuff like that. And like I, I I no longer go on Facebook. But like when I did, like being in like groups for those like podcasts, like people were always so angry about stuff. It's like such and such didn't like this game or such and such didn't play this game. It's like, well, why would they? Like when have you ever heard <laughs> them talk about a thing like that? Yeah, the gaming community is odd. You would think that it would be chill because it's just a bunch of people playing games. But no. it is it's Weirdly, one of the most toxic spaces. Yeah, I, that might be why, like, my my impression of, like, YouTube comments is colored the way it is because of how much gaming stuff I've followed over the years. Yeah. That, like, dipping into, like, the book side of things in the last, like, two-ish years, let's say. Um, it's just like, oh, people are, like, nice over here. Like, they yeah. just want you to enjoy the thing that they enjoy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And you seem to be one of the more, like, approachable, I guess, is the best way to put it. Well, like, you don't watch YouTube, so what do you know? 
Well, no, like from like the people that I do watch, like not that anyone is like unapproachable, but like you're in your comments, like you're on your Discord servers, like like you are actively engaging with people like you recognize, like not on YouTube, obviously, but like on your servers, like, you know who people are for the most part. Sure, sure. And even like like your public server, I think you've got some like crazy number of people in there now, like 7,000, 8,000. And it's like, you know, that's a lot of people. (laughs) It is. It is. Even if only 100 are active. (laughs) Yeah. It uh, the internet is big, <laughs> and uh, they let anybody on there, so you get kind of a mixed bag. Um, so I think for my, especially for the Patreon, which is a more you know, it's a smaller community of people. I, it's it's kind of like my place where I get to just hang out and goof off and and just chill. So I don't know. I. I don't know how active other people are on their servers, but it's almost like this is my space. You know, this is my spot where I just get to hang out with my friends. Yeah. And like, this isn't like booktuber specific, but I know like some, some just content creators in general, they're like, please don't tag me in stuff. Like oh, if you're sure. responding, like turn off the tag, like, please don't at me. Don't like, don't send me DMs without like getting approval sort of thing. And like, I get that. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It can get really overwhelming. Yeah. Like I can't imagine how bad your notifications are on a daily basis because you are very like oh no like if i say something respond to me like yeah like oh you're reading this book tag me when 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 you get to this part and let me know what you think yeah yeah that's true i like uh i like i don't know i like hanging out with people no and like it it makes it social like it makes reading social as opposed to exactly just like sitting in the corner of your house like hoping your kids are like occupied for an hour while you like read a book right yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. And once you finish a book, you want to talk to people about it. And that's the point of the server is that you get to do that. Or while you're reading it, when you get to a really exciting scene or or in our server, we have a lot of competition where, you know, like right now I have an ongoing joke with one of the guys I'm reading Dandelion Dynasty with that I'm going to steal his girl if I, <laughs> if I finish the book first. And like that kind of stuff, that's that's I would miss that, you know, if I had if I removed myself more. I think that's part of what makes it fun because you, it being your server, like people definitely get more, they're more active when you're involved in a, in a yeah. lot of cases. Yeah, yeah. There are, are times where like, like other channels will get like um, a lot of traction on something that you have nothing to do with. But like, mm-hmm. if you hop in and you're, you're talking about Dandelion Dynasty, like everyone hops in to comment also. Yeah, 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 sure. Or like when, like right now you're reading Naruto, you, you brave soul. Um <laughs> And like that channel, like anytime, like like you read a volume, you you do your write up. It's you know two hours of people out. discussing it after you've like vanished into the ether, and you're like, all right, I got what I needed out of this. I'm gonna let you all argue amongst yourselves now. <laughs> I do tend to disappear when the arguments break out. Um, no, yeah, I I'm really grateful. I'm extremely grateful that there are so many people that actually want to have those conversations with me. Uh, that I know that if there's a book that I'm discussing that people and you're one of them, Cobb, that you you always show up if it's a series that you've read or a book that you're reading with me, you know, you always pop up and you're ready to have that discussion. And I'm super grateful for that because that's the point of me creating this discord is to be able to have these conversations. So, yeah, I'm I'm super grateful that the conversations flow. Yeah, I think that is part of how I ended up reading so many more books this year is I wasn't just reading them by myself. Right. I wasn't reading before bed and like, all right, well, I'll, I'll read a chapter or two and then I'll go to sleep. It was like, oh, no, I have to be ahead of this person because they're just they're going to finish <laughs> and then they're going to have a wall of black text 
Yeah. And you want to read the wall. Honestly, there, there is a lot of competition. Like, like you did the bingo in the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. And I, I took that as a personal challenge. And You did, you lunatic. <laughs> blacked it out twice, because why not? Because I could barely black it out one time. Which is crazy, because you read so much. Yeah. But I guess, like, it's those specific things that you don't read. Like, I think you said before that, like, anthologies are just not, like, a thing you read a lot of. Exactly. Yeah. I put certain prompts on there that I thought would be appealing to other people and that weren't appealing to me. Because in my mind, this is a bingo board. We're all trying to get bingo. And then you people were like, I'm going to get a blackout. And then I'm going to get a blackout twice. And then I was like, well, then I need to get a blackout, too. (laughs) So it took me a really long time to meet the challenges that I didn't plan on meeting. Yeah, that, there were a few on there that like, because I wasn't really changing what I was reading so much. Like I added a few things in there to like get like the, like the anthology one. But in a lot of mm-hmm. cases, I'm like, where will this book that I read fit on this board? Like, can I make mm-hmm. this fit on this board somewhere? Right. That was the way I did it initially. But to get a couple of the final prompts, I had to actually add stuff, which ended up working out because I enjoyed a lot of the things that I added after the fact like the to fit the anthology role it was something that i wouldn't have picked up otherwise and i ended up really enjoying it what did you do for the anthology monster no it's called wanted sorry one of the short stories was called something else (laughs) (laughs) i'll just say anything it doesn't matter um wanted it was a collection of oda's one shots oh i didn't know that that was a thing that existed yep even made a short about it i don't know what shorts are i'm gonna be honest with you (laughs) it doesn't matter um, okay. <laughs> it, it was a collection of one shots by the author of One Piece. Were they tied to One Piece at all, or were they actually like like unrelated? Two of them were tied to One Piece, and then the other three were just their own things. Oh, that's actually really cool. Like that must have been weird too to like because you you are current with One Piece, right? Like you read the chapters yeah. as they release. Yes. Um, I, I like I see the videos always go up, and I I assumed those were the most recent chapters, but I would yes, I, I am not caught up. Yeah, where are you? Um, so we're we're watching it instead of reading it because my wife is also into it. Uh-huh. Um, we are we're in Fishman Island right now. Oh um, so my like goodness! Right after the time skip, and I'm just really, really annoyed at Sanji. Ah, uh, like yeah, it's not his finest moment. Yeah, like so, like so far, like every episode has been like, okay, all this other stuff around here is great, but like then Sanji's there, and it's like, and then Sanji's dude, there. you're bringing it all the way down now. Yeah, see, it's it's a shame because he's either the best character or the worst character, depending on what arc you're in. You're you're getting to that in in Naruto too. Who? Why? What? Um, Jiraiya. Who? Um, the the Toad guy. Oh, he's never the best. He's only the worst. No, like I'm I'm not gonna spoil anything for you, but like he is both the worst, like Master Roshi was, but yes. also the best like master roshi was yes well i believe the worst i haven't seen any of best mentality out of him he's only been awful no he there is a reason people like him it's just it's very much like like do you remember early dragon ball and how just despicable roshi was i do um that's it's very similar like he doesn't have a lot of redeeming qualities right away but like as the story goes on like some of Mm. that comes out okay well Good. I'm looking forward to actually having complicated feelings about him instead of just wanting to kick him out of the series. Yeah, he he's the worst as far as like that, like pervert humor goes. Uh-huh. Like, I can't think of anyone else that really leans into that in that series, mm-hmm. which is good. That is good. Gotta have the perv gag. Every manga needs one. Every manga needs one. 
I just wish it weren't directed at children so often. Yeah. I think, isn't Bleach on your list to read at some point, too? Yeah. I feel like that one actually doesn't have a prominent one. Good. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, like, trying to remember. Like, there are definitely, like, there are some weird characters, and there's definitely some of that humor, like, throughout it. But, like, I don't feel like there's the, like, super perverted old man character. Cool. Well, I'm happy to hear it. It feels like I've just resigned myself to it will never not be here. Oh, no. If, if it's a shonen, it's almost always there. Yeah. You will, for, for, for the rest of the time that you read manga, which is apparently forever since you have a channel dedicated to it now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> I have officially become a weeb. <laughs> which, speaking of, like, how, how has that been going for you? Uh, it's been going really great. I'm it's it's a change that I have known that I needed to make for a long time, but I just uh, have chickened out over and over again. And now that I've finally done it, it's like oh, this was this was absolutely absolutely the right call. That's good. Yeah. Cause, so for anyone that's that not familiar, um, originally you had like your main channel that like just all of your main stuff went on. Then you had like your reviews channel that was like your vlogs and your like spoiler reviews. Uh -huh. um, and you you swapped those what in November? Yeah, I think so. Yes. It's been very recent. Yeah, one is dedicated to just like books and novels and stuff like that. And one is dedicated to just manga. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I originally thought that the two could coexist because it's all reading. So it makes sense to keep it all together. But my audiences didn't overlap as much as I had assumed that they would. Um, so it just became essentially two sets of audiences being hosted in the same space. And it wasn't working, especially for my my bookish people. Um, I got a lot of complaints from my novel readers, just wanting me to have two separate spaces, not wanting it to be intermingled. Um, and I kind of dug my heels in a little bit because I was annoyed about the complaint because I didn't. I was like, <laughs> "This is it's all reading. <laughs> Why do you care so much? Just pick the videos you want to watch and don't watch the ones that you don't want to watch." But I also understand if you're not interested in half the content that's being produced then that is unappealing. You know, you just, you want a space that's just for your particular interest. And what does it matter to me? No matter what, I'm posting the same videos. I'm just now putting them in two separate spaces. So I'm really glad that I finally listened to the complaining because <laughs> it was the right <laughs> choice. It feels really good to be able to just lean fully into both instead of trying to always make sure I have the perfect balance of the two. And like you still have it balanced actually pretty well. Like you you do the same number of videos like per week. I actually like, post more videos now. I was doing four a week, and since I switched, I now do five a week. What is it? Two manga and then three book. Yeah, yeah. That that's a good balance. I feel because one one of them is just like your your reading vlog, right? Yes, yes. So yeah, previously it was the um, review channel had once a week a spoiler review and once a week a vlog and that was all and then the other channel had one manga video a week and one book video a week so now all the books are in one space i still put three book videos up a week but now i do one more manga video a week on top of that so that the manga video the manga channel has two videos a week going on that's a lot of work you you do a lot of dude, work dude <laughs> it is a lot of work <laughs> it's a lot of time like do do you script your videos it depends um I script if I'm doing a like a deep dive, then I script or at the very least I do like a bullet point outline so that I don't so that I, I make sure I hit all the points I want to. But for the most part, 
most scripting I do is just the bullet points because I like I think I do better when I have a free flowing conversation than I do trying to recite a script. That makes sense. Yeah, none of your stuff ever feels like you're reading off a script. Good. So it was either like you're really good at reading off a script or no. you don't read a script and it's just all like top of your head. Like, yeah. here's what I remember. Yeah, I try to, for my channels, for both the channels, I really try to have the vibe of just like we're hanging out talking. And I think if I were to read a script, it wouldn't feel like a chill conversation. It would feel like a presentation. And I really don't want to come off like a YouTuber who has it all together because I don't. <laughs> people will be like, wow, she sucks. But if it's clear that I don't have it together and they're just like, hey, she's just somebody trying to talk to you, then, you know, it's more acceptable that that's all I'm capable of doing. <laughs> I, I, you know, what? like I feel like stuff like that works, too, because like you're not the only one that kind of like leans into the. Like, I'm not 100% right every time. Like, I'm going to make mistakes. Sure, I'm going to get a name sure, wrong. Yeah. Like, I'm not here to educate you on something. I'm just here to talk to you about something that I enjoyed. Yeah. I just acknowledge, like, I realize that there are people that are really professional and really, really know the content that they're making. And then there's people like me where I'm like, I'm experiencing this for the first time. I'm brand new. Experience it with me. And that format works for me like I'm never going to be the smartest person in the room because I'm too much of a variety person I'm not like my whole identity is not one series so that means I'm gonna know less than are you sure about that okay you don't even know the name of my favorite series so don't even talk to me right now it's it's the legends of of (laughs) (laughs) that's it right no hey look at least I know their names is a series that I do tend to talk about a lot. You're right. And One Piece. I was going to say, and One Piece. And One Piece. That is a little bit of my personality. But, like, you've leaned into it, so. Yeah, that's true. Because at least one video every week is a One Piece video, right? Yes. Yeah. Those are the ones I usually don't watch because I can't because I'm not Because, because you're still Piece. on Fishman Island. Yeah. Like, like but I, I, like, I'll see them pop up in my feed, and I'm just like, oh, I didn't know those characters, like, were a thing. I'm like, yeah, I'll get there eventually. <laughs> yep, you will. And then you'll cry with the rest of us. Because so I think I saw, was it after after the um, If a Pirate I Must Be, you mm-hmm. did a video comparing him to Kuma, right? Yes, that's right. And I remember, too, when we did that Buddy Read, um, one of the guys in the Buddy Read, he is caught up in One Piece, too. And we were both, like, geeking out about the One Piece connections. <laughs> and we were like, okay, we got to. Wait, they're, they're connected? <laughs> Yeah, right, right. We were like, we got to tag these spoilers exactly right because we need to make sure we're not going to spoil Cobb. And like, I didn't mind like finding that stuff out, like like finding out that that was sort of the the real world equivalent, because like you, you see that a lot in One Piece. Like, uh, like, obviously, there's like Blackbeard, like he's he's Blackbeard. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's obviously a correlation with Blackbeard. Yeah. And like there's Kid and like, so many others that I'm not thinking mm-hmm. of right now. Yes. You've met the worst generation, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you know, Anne Bonnie. Uh, oh, right, right, right. Jewelry Bonnie and uh, Eustace Kid. Um, Water D. Law. Um, who, is, is, who is he supposed to be? So, Napoleon had two major fights that he's usually known for the water, uh, the Waterloo, the Battle at Waterloo. And, um, shucks, I'm forgetting. What's the other one? Do you, do you know off the top of your head? Me? You? No. Who else is in this room? I don't know if, I didn't know if Corey was still there. No, no, he's not here. 
I didn't know if he was just, like sitting there like listening to you like saying random things about things you've read. <laughs> well, even if he ha- if even if he was here, he would not be paying attention right now. That's fair. That's fair. It's like she saw about one piece. I don't want I don't need any more of that. Yes. He edits my videos. He's done with one piece. Oh, does he actually edit all of them? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. I would I don't think I could do five videos a week if I edited them myself. That's you know what that makes sense because yeah, recording them probably takes more time than anyone thinks it does. Um, yes. <laughs> the edit the filming and, and the editing it can be time consuming. Well, and the planning. I don't know. I just Googled his um the five battles that he lost and I can't remember I can't remember what else his name is is based off of. But he's based off he's based off of somebody. Well, he's named after the out of after some of the Napoleonic battles. That's that is still interesting and I I would have never put that together unless like somebody told me. There I am. I am somebody. There you go. You should you, have you thought about doing videos like comparing like One Piece pirates to like their real world counterparts? I, they probably wow, what an idea! Right? Should I uh, pay you for that idea? You, if you want to Venmo me, I'm <laughs> not. I have one coming up uh, for Jewelry Bonnie as well for Anne Bonnie. So I guess she gets more prominent later on. Well, yeah. I mean, all okay. of the worst generation get more. They okay. they are built up for a reason. So they weren't built up that much um, where I was at. Like, Law was the only one that really got any screen time. Okay. But they all got, like, this big introduction where it's like, okay, here's the worst generation. And it's like, they're going to, I don't know, I felt like it was clear that they were, they were something. But I will say the anime is paced not great, so. Sure, sure, sure. Like, I feel like that was spread out a little bit, and I never really got, like, the, oh, these guys are going to be, like, big deals. Okay, like, I feel, fair enough. I feel like, and I like, I don't mind, like, that's such a minor thing. Like, don't feel like you're spoiling it. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like, like, Law, I knew just because you see him places. Like, if you go to an anime convention, he is one of the three hats you see from One Piece. It's like My his hat. Boy. Yeah, it's his hat, Luffy's hat, obviously, and then either Chopper or Ace. Like, mm-hmm. I have a Law sweatshirt. Like, just him being grumpy? No, it's his, like, his heart pirates symbols and like oh, okay. tattoos up and down well, the arms and stuff well you also have that vegeta shirt right i do have a vegeta shirt yes so you, like you now you need a sasuke shirt oh no he's not my favorite anymore oh wait who's your favorite now is it gara guy with the eyeliner gara the the sand guy gara he's my favorite at the moment oh he's so good i love gara i love gara right him and him and lee lee, lee is just the rock lee the is goofiest amazing. best Yes, I agree. Like, now I'm not. I've, I'm only on volume thirteen though of Naruto, so I'm, I'm basing sure it off of where you're at too. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. It was so Sasuke was my like initial. Okay, you're you're interesting, and then he quickly got dethroned by Rock Lee, who then quickly got dethroned by Gara. But like Lee is just such like I don't know. He's just like the happy, goofy best friend. He's so sweet. I just didn't expect to love him so much when I first met him. It's like he he pops up looking goofy. He completely yeah. embarrasses Sasuke in front of his friends. Yeah. Well, and he just he's another middle school crush. Like, oh, good. You just randomly are in love with um, so, so, Sakura. So, what? What? Sakura. Sakura. Yeah. Yeah. You're just randomly in love with Sas- Sakura. Great. Another one of these. But then it was it was the squirrel when he had that scene with the squirrel that I do it. And then he has the fight, and he take he takes off the leg weights. 
Yes. Right. Have you watched Very that yet? What's that? Have you watched that scene at all yet? Like, has anyone sent that scene to you? I'm only on episode. I just finished episode five of the anime, so I'm way behind where I am in the manga. Oh, so you're? I didn't realize you were actually watching it. Also, just yeah, sh- little by little. So I'll have to find a, a, like a, a a clip of that, and I'll send it to you later. Um, <laughs> the just, you've read it already, so you know what's coming. Mm. Um, that scene where like Lee is up on the thing, and guy gives him the thumbs up, and he takes the leg weights off, hits so much better in the anime. Because you see the actual, like, you see these weights hit the ground and the explosion they make. And it's like, Uh, what are you doing? Looks like when Goku does it, it's like, oh, this is like 100 pounds. When Mm -hmm. Lee did it, like, they're insinuating it's like tons. Killer. Yeah, I'm excited. I I imagine the fights will land better in the anime for this. Because, like, okay, so for Dragon Ball, I didn't watch any of the anime except for when I filmed my reviews for it i looked up certain fights so that i could include it in those videos but with naruto i'm actually doing the anime and i don't feel like dragon ball needed at least for me it didn't need i didn't feel like i needed to see anything in the anime because toriyama's paneling is just so impeccable but with naruto i've been very spoiled by dragon ball's paneling and so now i read dragon ball fights and i'm like oh this is it's very different. And I have to readjust to like standard paneling instead of Dragon Ball paneling. So I do yeah. think that I'm going to like the anime actually bringing it to life more. Yeah. And so I grew up watching Dragon Ball Z. Like that uh-huh. was on like after school when I was like between 12 and 15. Uh-huh. Um, so that like I would go home and I'd watch it. I didn't I actually didn't read the manga until this summer, like when everyone was reading it. Yeah. And Like reading through that, I'm like wow like this like some of this is translated like like paid like scene for scene into the anime but it's so clean like um mm-hmm. and I, you've talked you talked about it when you did your videos and and just mm-hmm. like on discord um in that that early tournament stuff where like um mm-hmm. the one where goku hits somebody three times yes. and like he says it and like if you look at the panel there yes. are three distinct lines for his arm it. right you can see it before it gets explained because it's so clear and every move is so clean and clear of what's going on. It's just brilliant. Yeah, like Toriyama just he he is so well like referenced or whatever you want to say for manga because of of that. Like he mm-hmm. he's like famous for just character designs in general. Like he used to do um a lot of video game character designs and stuff too. Oh, really? Yeah, like um there's a, a game series uh, Dragon Quest um that oh, I know I he did some that. for that. Um, he did stuff for Chrono Trigger and some some stuff that came out like in the early mid two thousands too. Uh huh. You can tell it's Toriyama. They all look like Goku. <laughs> that is a very distinct style. Yeah, but yeah, like like uh, I agree. Like you look at that, like those fights, and then you look at like the Naruto fights, and they're not bad, but they don't. So much is happening that like you can tell something's happening, but it's not necessarily. You're not realizing how heavy those weights are that Lee drops. Like there's yes, not that like that's gravitas true. to it. Yes, that's that's very true. But also, I just think with with Dragon Ball, every move is so clear. And I think I'm not super well versed in manga. I'm still getting used to a lot of things. But with One Piece as well as with Naruto, a, a lot of times I can get lost in the fight, and I'm not. I don't pick up on every single detail. But with Dragon Ball, it's like every detail is made so clear. 
you definitely got spoiled with Dragon Ball. <laughs> I know. Like, is My Hero Academia on your list at all? It is, but it's not super high up. So I think it's a, it's a it's a really like nice story. Um, but the and the art is good, except the action. Yeah, that's a shame. It's it's tough because I read Dragon Ball so early in my manga reading career. So now I've just been so spoiled that I have to get back to used to to what's more common. I feel like you keep saying like early and that you're you're new to it. You've got a lot of manga under your belt at this point. I mean, maybe for someone who hasn't grown up with it, but I, I didn't grow up with it. So like people have read so much. Like when I talk to other One Piece creators, they I feel like every series they are already familiar with and have grown up with. And I'm just like, I'm reading this for the very first time. I don't know anything about Naruto. So here we go. I think that's the thing. Like, like you're you're talking to other people, even even like in your own Discord. Like, so many of the people in like in in those channels are like people that like they live and breathe manga, right? So, like, yeah, when you're lo looking at them, it's like, oh man, I've read like nothing. Like, exactly. And absolutely, there are a million other things out there, but like you've read a lot. I guess so. Maybe if you're not a weeb, then it probably seems like a lot. But as a new weeb, I'm like, oh, I'm so young. I don't know anything. And you've read a lot of the like you haven't read all the big ones, but like you've read a bunch of bigger, well-known things, too. Like because mm -hmm. like you're caught up on One Piece. You've done all the Dragon Ball. Um, you're doing Naruto. Um, I think didn't, you did like Vinland and Vineland sagas or whatever they're called. Right. I always forget the names Vin of those two. No, yeah. Vinland saga and Vagabond. Thank you. There you go. And then um, there were other ones I'm drawing a blank on, like um, the Two Year Eternity or something like that, yeah. right? That, was, that wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I have. I've read, Yona. I've read quite a few. Yona of the Dawn, yep. I've read quite a few series, it's true, but uh, I just still feel behind. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta lean into being the manga expert. No! That would be terrible for me. If I start acting like I've got a big head, people are gonna hate me because everybody knows I know less than them. You got to do like that alter ego that like some people. No, do. I can't do it. It'll no. Like put on a different pair of glasses for a video and like do your hair different. Like maybe maybe wear a hat or something. <laughs> and like you don't you don't do lower thirds on your videos, right? What? You don't do lower thirds on your videos. What? <laughs> like Daniel does it. Like you know when he smacks his thing away. Oh, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Those are called lower thirds. Just like putting text on the screen? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but like at the bottom where it's like like your name or like your like handle on social media. You don't do that, right? I'm not like misremembering. Oh, no, I don't. Well, you 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 do it for this and you spell your name with a U instead of an E. Oh, my gosh. So it's like different glasses, like different hairstyle, you and your name. You're a different Murphy. I could be the Murph when I'm being the manga expert. Just really hype myself up. You just spout nonsense about manga like you're an expert on it and just wait for the chaos to ensue i already hate my alter ego she's obnoxious let's cancel her it's too early for that you need to you need to do at least two videos oh gosh it'd be a great april fool's joke <laughs> just turn into an egotistical manga nerd yeah it, it's a shame there's i mean like and it's not a shame because it would be so much work but like can you imagine like privating a bunch of your videos and just releasing a video where you're, it's just like you're this like super obnoxious like manga nerd and like that's the video on your channel like you just rebooted everything 
Um, well, actually, I know the series better than you do, so maybe you should sit down and let me speak. Exactly, and just, like, total nonsense. No, Like, I hate when it. Goku fought Sasuke, everything just fell apart for the series. <laughs> just make things up. Yeah, just, like, like, put characters together from series that have nothing to do with each other. Oh, my goodness. That, w- that would be really funny, but it would also really make people angry. Oh, it would. And that, that's kind of the shame with, like, YouTube is, like, you could have fun with that, but there would be those, like, replies of people who, like, didn't get the joke. Oh, absolutely. It's true. Um, One of the one of the One Piece creators that I'm friends with, we have, like, a, a joking feud going on. Um, and people take it so seriously. Like, even is though it we're... the one that you kicked out of the chat the one time? Yeah. Okay. Even though we're super obvious about it, like this is clearly a joke, people are still like so offended on mostly on his behalf. Like people are super offended at me because he's too nice. And so I lean into it. And then people are like, she's such a jerk. And he's like, guys, this is clearly a joke. Which is funny because like if you watch your videos, anyone listening is, is now going to know this. You have like two different personalities. You have your like <laughs> video personality. And then you have, like, what I assume is your real personality. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think my video personality is my real personality. The difference is when I film a video, it's just me. So you only see me talking to me. But when I'm hanging out with other people, you get to see the banter. I think even when you're with other people, you just, you come off a little more wholesome. When I'm with other people, I come off more wholesome? No, no, not more than normal, but like more than like how you are on like Discord. Oh, yeah. Well, when I'm on Discord, I'm just hanging out with my people. So I'm goofing off a ton. Well, exactly. That's what I mean. Like, like, so like you have that like public persona that like is in your videos. And I feel like anyone that's watching that stuff, it's like, oh, no, like she's not a mean person. But I'm a mean person on my Discord. Is that what you're getting at? Absolutely. No, it's the banter. It's not times you threaten to ban people. Yeah, but it never happens. Because you don't know how to. That's. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Other than like your your top ten that you just did, what's uh-huh. like what is like a book that wasn't on there that you really liked this year? A book that I didn't like? No, that you did like that just didn't make your list. Um, I think I almost put the Temeraire first book on there. Okay, that's a good choice. Uh, His Majesty's Dragon. That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, that one just barely didn't make the cut. And I guess that that was like an end of the year one too, so that would have like just squeaked in there. Yeah, there were a couple actually that just squeaked in. You like, um, I obviously you do like your vlogs all year and um, reviews and spoilers and all that stuff. Do you keep like um, like a tally as you read stuff of just like it, not a tally is the wrong way to put it, but like do you just like star things? So you're like, okay, this was this is one that's like definitely up for like my top list of the year. No, I really want to be more organized in 2024. I for someone who aggressively plans as much as I do. I'm not an organized person. Like, I like planning for the future, but the past is just, like, chaos. So once I finish a book, I'm just like, and now it's done. Bye. And so then when it comes time to make lists like this, I have to go through the spreadsheet that that Lynn keeps, and I have to go through every single book. And what I did for my top 10 list is I just went through every single book and everything that I thought could potentially make the list, I just put on a Google Doc and then had to whittle it down which is why it ended up being 15 but in 2024 it'd be really cool if i actually helped myself out and 
did it more like that, but, but it probably won't. Maybe happen. just put a post-it note on the book when you finish it of like, I really liked this one. I should remember this for the end of the year. Right. Except the problem is in 2024, I'm trying to purchase fewer books and I no. want to use the library more. No, no. There was a discussion about that earlier. Um, we recommended you buy more books. I know you did. That's not helpful for my wallet. It's a business expense. I mean, technically that's true, but I just, it, it seems like, it seems silly to me. But the library is right there, and half the books I read, I could get for free, and I purchase them. That's dumb. See, I actually thought you got more from the library. I, no, I really don't. I, like, a lot of times, like, like I see you say, like, I went to the library and I have these three books or whatever. I don't know if a lot of times is correct. Like, occasionally I come home with a library book. Maybe when I notice it, it seems to be the library. Maybe. That, that could be, could be it. Because you don't, you don't do a lot of ebooks, right? I, see, that's what I'm trying to lean into more now. You're right. I don't do a lot of ebooks, but I'm trying to do more ebooks because my library has a huge ebook catalog and I just don't choose, even though I have a Kindle Paperwhite, I don't choose ebooks because I would rather physically be reading. So I just purchase everything, which is dumb. That's a waste of my money. So I'm trying to do it, more ebooks through the library. It unfortunately is a waste of money. <laughs> yes, it is. Because then how are you going to buy like the really cool set of books? When you see that, if all your money has gone to the other books. No, I'm trying to buy less books. I, but okay. So my bookshelves are full. Now, nonfictions, I'm going to continue to buy because my nonfiction bookshelf is a little bit sparse. But fiction book, that, that shelf is so beyond full. I have stacks of books on the floor. I don't have more books. Is that the one that's like in your video backgrounds? Yeah. Yeah. Like you can see like the top of that is like stacked with things in your video. Yes. I don't even have outward-facing books anymore. Everything is inward-facing, like the spines only are showing, and there's books stacked on top of the shelves, and there's books stacked next to the shelves. Now, I don't need to buy more books. Have you considered just buying more shelves? I only have so much space in my house. That's the thing is those shelves that you see, those aren't even all my shelves. I have a whole nother bookcase, and I still have books stacked on the floor. That's a lot. That That is, that, that is a it's lot. A, it's obscene. Now, do you only keep the stuff that, like, you, like, especially like and then, like... Yes, Cobb. I get... Ri yes! The library... I literally fill my trunk full of books and give them to the library a couple times a year. Because anything I don't like, I don't keep. Why do I have so many books? You like a lot of books. Yes, I do. I need to buy less. Yeah, because you don't really talk negative about stuff all that often. Not anymore. I used to talk I used to talk about everything that I read to include going on full on rants for the things that I really don't like. I just don't find it satisfying. I feel I bum people out. I mean like some people revel in the chaos of it, but I I have stopped. I now don't. If I don't like something, I just let it I let it die. My Discord is pretty much y'all are the only ones that see me kind of rant. But even then, like like I'm I have the Discord open. Um, obviously, like that's how we're doing this. Um, there are two books in 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 the list of channels that you de de DNF this this month. Mm -hmm. um, you didn't really rant about either of them, though. Like you're that's just like so this untrue. Go into the channel for to ride on Hell's Chasm. See, I wasn't going to name names. You're just I called that book torture. Okay, yes, like you did not enjoy it, but like you, it didn't go on long. And I guess part of that is because no one else read it, so you didn't have anybody else like egging oh, you yeah. on. I, I didn't roast it. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Like, go look at, like, some of the stuff Lynn says. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, she knows how to rant. 
She does. Or Slag. She knows how to rant. I never see Slag rant about things. I don't what? believe it. You know what? That's because when she rants, she usually DMs people and she goes oh, off. Oh, what a jerk. I know. How rude of her to keep her rants a- away from other people. Or Frosty. Did you see Frosty's rant last night in the Naruto channel or two nights ago in the Naruto channel? I don't think so. He lost his mind. It was so funny. <laughs> he's been reading Naruto and he's been hating it. I think he's watching it, which is a different. He, okay, yes, he's doing both. He's only watched a couple episodes. I didn't know he was actually reading the manga now because like. Yeah, he is. And he's in the same place as I am. And he was mad at me because my rant wasn't good enough for a part that he hated. And he he, he went off. It was so funny. I did miss that. I will have to try and get the search on the, the Discord app to work later. And yeah, find my problem is I, I no matter what it is, if I don't like it, someone else likes it. So I can express why I don't like something, but I don't feel like I have permission. That's the wrong verbiage. I don't feel like it would be kind for me to just lose it over a series because it will be a bummer to someone. So generally, I will express my distaste and then I will move on. But I have had times where I'll express, okay, I didn't like this. And then I'll like call a friend. Like I did that with The Promised Neverland. I didn't like the ending of that. And then I just expressed it calmly in the channel. And then I called a friend and yelled at him for like 30 (laughs) minutes. That's... Yeah, and you know what? That does make sense. Like, be, being a public figure, like, you don't necessarily want to be out there, like, just crapping all over other people's stuff. Right. Somebody's, I don't want to alienate fan fans. Me, though, I don't care. <laughs> sure, you don't. But, but, like, if... have you seen some of the stuff I say about books that, like, you in particular love? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> but, but I don't care if you hate my favorites. But people get attached to their stuff. And because the server is built around me, if I, am crapping all over something that somebody loves it just doesn't feel nice oh yeah no like like i completely understand that <laughs> you made a joke about it before um about being an influencer but like in a way you are like you influence what people read sure if somebody it like if that to i already forgot what the book was called to ride hell's chasm something like that yeah, yeah. um if that was like a suggestion like it wasn't i don't think um from anyone on the server like no if that was like a, if that was a suggestion and like it got it and you're just like, oh, this is right. horrendous. Exactly. Like that- and most of what I read is people's suggestions. So if I'm just like going in off of someone off of something that someone else has influenced me to read, that's going to make that person feel bad. Honestly, like in a video, like people don't necessarily, like it's different if like you read something that's that's known to be bad. Sure. Like, like, like mystery science theater sort of stuff like like watching something reading something that is like just accepted as bad to do like a joke video on it like sure. that's different than like you reading something that's like a real thing and then being like this this was awful like nothing mm-hmm. about this was good yeah exactly there are books that i read and i have a great time with how bad they are like earlier this year we read eye of argon together oh that was great it was so much fun but i but when i went to make a video on it even though this is known to be a terrible book I did research on the author and learned that he was kind of screwed over and it like wasn't his fault that it was published the way that it was. And then I was like, ah, I don't want to pile on now. You know, like it just it it just it never seems to be a positive thing for me to do that. 
Yeah, and like it was different, like talking to like the six people that read that, and like everyone kind of right. like joking it's, about it and leaning yes. into it. But yes, it's different when it's in a small, isolated space versus me going onto my channel with four hundred thousand people that are going to see me just roasting something. Almost five hundred thousand. That's not even true. <laughs> Look, we're 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 manifesting it. Okay, that's <laughs> <laughs> how that works. According to your math, apparently. Look, math is definitive, so got to be right but you keep changing the rules so how is it definitive i don't make up the rules i just enforce them okay it's it's, it's real simple so you say <laughs> but yeah, that that actually does make a ton of sense like and not just that like do you want to spend like let's say like a 15 minute video takes you an hour to record um yeah it just depends on what video it is like if it's a really research-based video like when i do uh my videos on a historic figure and comparing them to one piece characters those ones usually take me a super long time but a standard video where i'm just talking about something that i've read i do stumble over my words and have to retake but those videos flow pretty easily yeah so let's say a 15 minute video is like 45 minutes then like add an extra half hour of like recording time like do you want to spend 45 minutes like just being a bummer on something or like do you want to spend 45 minutes like talk about something that you really enjoyed yes and yeah that's a great great way of saying it and people do enjoy like everybody loves a good roast but i just find that i enjoy more talking about the things that i love yeah most of the time like that comes through in in the videos like even stuff that like like during like Dragon Ball, you could tell that you were having a great time reading it when you would talk about it in your vlogs. But then like you'd hit those parts that you didn't like, like the Roshi stuff and things like mm -hmm. that. You would you would have like a little mini rant about it, but it yeah. wasn't this series is trash. It's this thing sucks. Yeah. And then you'd go back to be like, but Goku was the best. Right. You have a balance to it. I feel like that balance is hard. Yeah, um, I've always I've always heard the sandwich method, and that's kind of what I try to subscribe to, where it's like you say something positive, then you give your negative, but then you finish it with a positive again. So if there is something that I I need to like, this needs to be addressed. This was awful. I need to speak about it. Then I'll talk about something good. Then I'll get my little rant in, and then I'll be like, but Goku's cool. And yeah, that makes sense. Like if I don't like something, I'm just like, oh no, like everything was bad. Like, full stop. Right. This thing has no redeeming qualities. <laughs> Even if, like, I liked three quarters of it, I'm like, no, like, this one quarter was so bad, the whole thing is bad. Just don't waste your time. That's so funny. I, th I think I can be that way. I think I can be. It depends on, it depends on if, there, if the rest of it really was good, then I can easily separate it. But if the rest of it was just okay, and then you have this really awful thing, then it's just like, everything sucks. I hate everything. Like to ride Hell's Chasm. Well, I didn't get far enough into to ride in Hell's Chasm to actually give any sort of real thoughts on it. All I can say is that the prose was like trudging through sludge. I read the first page and that was all I got out of it. You know what? Good for you. It's <laughs> about all you need. Like I like I you DNF'd out. I'm like, it can't be that bad. So I read the first page. I'm like, oh, all right, never mind. Hey, I put quotes in the channel. You didn't even have to go that far. You just had to read what I wrote. Well, like, I saw the quotes. So I'm like, that can't be the whole thing, right? <laughs> it is. It, it was. It, it's a shame. Uh, yet, honestly, like, Dece I feel like December was that month where you're like, I'm going to, like, read less. And then, like, you pick two books that, like, were, like, immediate DNFs that, like, just freed up your, your list even more. Yeah, but then I got sick and I read way less. And I'm still behind on my reading, even though I 
should be way ahead. Yeah, you're still not done Dandelion Dynasty. I was supposed to finish it tonight, and then I remembered I had this podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I honestly wasn't sure if you remembered or not, because I messaged you like seven hours ago. Yeah, and I only just saw it right before the podcast started, and I was like, oh, I'm here. Yeah, do you just get bombarded with DMs from people? Yes. That's a, I kind of figured, like I said before, like you're very approachable. Yes, and I want that. I want people to feel, I don't want people to feel bad if they have something that they want to say to me. I want them to feel free to speak to me. But it does mean that sometimes it takes me a long time to get to every DM because it's just it can it can be a little bit overwhelming. Um, back when we were reading The Magicians, yeah, before there was a channel for it, I remember DMing you because you were the only other person reading it at that point. And like, I'm just like, I am so sorry to bother you. Right. Yes. Yes. This is uh, what the what? Yeah. You just needed to like say that to somebody else that was a human that like knew what i was talking about yeah yeah there was a lot of what the what's in the magician series yeah poor quincy no poor me for having to deal with quincy i meant more more poor quincy for just being like just a pile of garbage for 98 percent <laughs> of that book for for reference we know his name is quentin for any fans of the series and also to be clear i love the series so much i just hate quentin yeah you didn't make it through the show though right no, I actually forgot about it. I'm not good at watching things. Yeah, it's fair. I mean, you read enough that, like, finding time to watch shows is probably, like, yep. on the back burner. Yep. Especially when you're reading, like, 4,000-page books every month. Well, I don't think I read that much. I don't know. I mean, Dandelion, Dandelion Dynasty, the, the last book, is 1,000 pages. Yeah, but it's taken me, like, a month and a half to read it. And then isn't, um, have you started Republic of Thieves yet? Yes, I'm actually halfway done with it. I just haven't been updating the channel like I should. Wow, and you called me a fake fan. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I've got notes. I just haven't typed them up. They're in my brain. But like, that's also a long book, even if you have read it before. Yes, that is true. And I didn't account for it when I was planning December. Plus, I added a couple of books that weren't originally in the TBR. Oh, which ones? Um, The Fall was a spontaneous ad. Which was really short. That was 98 pages, though. Okay, but it was still... And then there's one that I'm actually not talking about in the server. I just have a group DM because my niece is reading Dare it. Dare you. Shush. You wouldn't like it. It doesn't matter. You wouldn't want to read it. My niece... It's a, it's a YA romance, and my niece is reading it. So I'm reading it so that we can talk about it. I don't know. I read, I read Fourth Wing in the sequel, and I absolutely loved those books. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, it's called Kisses and Croissants. Get on it. I'm probably not going to. <laughs> it, if you're making it through that, you should give Fourth Wing a try. No. No, I, that's fair. <laughs> Look, I will still just keep recommending pirate books. There you go. You, it's so easy to get me if you just pitch a nautical book. I've told people that. Like when people say, the, say like my book never gets picked, I'm like, does it have a boat on it or a dragon? Yeah. Find a, boat with a, find a book with a boat on the cover. It will probably get picked. That's so true. I'm very predictable. Which, you know what, we haven't talked about boats enough. Boats. Why do you like the nautical books so much? I love the ocean. It, like, is that it? You just, you just like the, the seafaringness of it? Yeah, I just like the ocean a whole lot. Okay. See, I, I like the ocean as like a, I like, I don't like being at the ocean, but I like the idea of the ocean. I hope to someday be able to move by the ocean and live my life in the water. Just get a boat. Yeah. Just get like a nice like 18th century schooner and just live on a boat. 
I think you're confused about how much boats cost. If you're just like, just get a boat. I mean, I didn't say buy a boat. I said get a boat. There are. Oh, oh, we're pirating. Okay, that yeah. I could get down with. Look, we just we just read the the if a pirate I must be. Uh huh. That man in the span of like four years took like twenty six boats. Oh, he became captain after like six months of being on the ship. Yeah, but over the span of like a couple of years, he then went ahead and like took like twenty other boats. Mm-hmm. Like okay. every time they found a boat, he just kind of took it and just like this is mine now. All right, I can do that. Just yeah. Just hop in a boat and be like, I own this. This is mine. Like, who's going to stop you? The owner? They're not there. Probably the police. At, once you get into international waters, you're safe. Okay. I've learned that from movies. All right. And then, like, the parenting gig. I'm just done with that. No, you, you bring them with you. Bring you the need kids. Pe- bring the kids. Yeah. You need people to help you, like, with the sales and stuff. <laughs> so I just basically need to be, like, the pirate in Red Seas Under Red Skies. Exactly. Okay. Or, or um... Oh wait, no, same book. Never mind. <laughs> I was thinking of um, what was that other one um about the the Chinese pirate? Um, so the pirate's name is Cheng Ji, uh, but um, like the historical pirate that that book was based off of. I don't remember the fiction book that we read though. I can't remember. I'm looking at like my list. Um, that was like June ish, right? No, I think we read that in like January. Deep as the was... sky, red as the sea. That's the one. And it was June. What? Yeah, that was June. Wow. I thought you know what was, got okay. read in January? I thought the it got read Senlin in January. The Senlin books. The Senlin books were read in January. <laughs> yeah, that's another series that people still ask. They're like, when are you going to read the next Senlin book? And I'm like, oh, man, that is so far gone. Did you DNF the second one or the third one? The third. I pushed through the second. Barely. I'm going to read the third one or the fourth one. Okay. Well, good luck. I don't want to, but I own it. So I feel like I have to. Wow, I, that is not the life I live. Yeah, look, I I finished the the Oak Island book too. Remember? Oh yeah, I hated that book. Oh my gosh, it was not good. But I finished it because I bought it. That book was some kind of torture. You know, I think that the thing is, like, you buy physical books, so like, if you don't like it, it's like, well, I'm going to donate it to the library. Like, I'm not getting anything back for it, but I'm giving this to somebody else that can use it. Sure. Um. I buy stuff ebook or audiobook. I can't do that. So, yeah, it's just wasted. Yeah, so it's like I spent money on this. I'm going to just power through it at some point. Okay, but you could consider it this way. I've already wasted my money on this. Do I really want to also waste my time? Well, so like a book like the like the last Senlin book. And actually I did this with Oak Island too. I crank the listen speed way up and I just do audio only. How high do you crank it up? I'll do like two and a half times. Okay. So you get through it pretty quickly when you go that fast? Yeah, like maybe like 2.75. Because you figure two times cuts a book in half. That's still so much of your time. That's so much of your time listening to a book that you don't even enjoy at a pace that isn't even enjoyable. But I get it done. And then I can Rob. I can complain about it. Okay, well, I do understand the appeal of being able to rant. Yeah, I won't do it straight through. Like, I've done that a couple times. Like, um, uh, I just, I did the last argument of King. No, before they are hanged. Uh-huh. That's that's the second first law book, right? Uh huh. I did that entire book in a day. What? How? That's like five hundred pages. I only audio, and I had it like two and a half times. Yeah, that's one of the books that you have really bad taste on. I I I don't like it at all. I know you're wrong. I've seen videos with like Abercrombie. He seems like such a nice guy, and I want to like the book so much. I got to interview him. He's so fun. He just, he seems like such a swell guy, and I'm like, yeah. But I hate your books. 
Wow. Get to Best Served Cold. I think you'll like Best Served Cold. So I have a bet with Udi. So he has to finish the the second and third live ship books by March 1st. Um, if he does that, um, I will read the third first law book. Just skip the third first law and get to Best Served Cold. Um, but if he finishes all of Realm of the Elderlings by the end of the year, I will read the rest of First Law. Like the, the whole. The Age of Madness trilogy. Okay, well, I'm rooting for Udi. <laughs> I, want you, I want you to get to the best of Abercrombie. I do agree that his original trilogy isn't as strong. And it's not fair of me to be like, oh, I just get through three 500-page books. And then you get to the good stuff. Because I did enjoy all of them. But also, you should get to the best of cult. You know what it is? Like, I, I found, like, I'm definitely, like, a character reader. Like, I want to read about characters. Mm-hmm. I didn't like anyone in those books, though. It's like, you know how, you know, how, like there are books with like even villains that you're just like, that's a great villain. Like, I don't care that they're the bad guy. I just, they're great. I hate them and I love it. Yeah. I don't even get that out of, out of those first two books. Is that how you feel about Gia? Oh, she's so bad. <laughs> Such a great character. So well written. Like, but God, she's awful. She's awful. Oh, there was a really one star, a really funny one star review I came across today. I need to put that in the discord. For that book? Yeah, for Speaking Bones. Oh, who who would dare do that? Give Speaking Bones one star? Yeah. <laughs> um, apparently a fair few. That is infuriating. <laughs> How much do you have left in that? Um, I only have like 100 pages. I could probably knock it out. No, I probably won't finish it tonight. You'll probably, probably tomorrow I'll have it done. Oh, that's good. So as, as far as like the, like the first three go, like Wall of Storms was like the number one for me. I loved that one. Yeah. Um, Speaking Bones is like right up there with it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Like I really liked, I, I liked Grace of Kings, but I thought it was a little slow at first because it was just all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing happened with um, Failed Throne. It was kind of like all over the place for like the first like third or so mm. before like it focused on that cooking competition that I adored. Um, the cooking competition was way later. It was like the very was it that end much later. That. Yeah. Yeah, the first third of the first third of Veiled Throne was more in the like settling of the remember the the group of people that were kind of merging two cultures. Right. Right. Cuz I remember that one also introduced like some new characters but years before. Right. Right. But yeah, then Speaking Bones was like Wall of Storms it's like here's a very like focused story that just ties everything up so well. Mm. Yeah, Speaking Bones really has been phenomenal. I'm I'm at a point where it's really hard to put it down. Yeah, and then you end up staying up too late. <laughs> yeah. You read, like, a bunch of things at once, too, right? hmm Do you actually, like, set yourself, like, I'm going to read, like... I know you have days for, like, manga. For books, I try to have end dates. Like, I want this book done by this day. And then, um, and then I just kind of, like, section it off. I know about how much I need to read each day in order to meet those goals. And I very rarely actually keep those goals it just helps me to have guidelines on things um so no i don't have like speaking bones is on thursdays it's not like that it's more just i know about how much i want to read every day okay so you like jump around between the same like different books in the same day even Mm -hmm. okay i do the same thing but like i always get called weird (laughs) well that's because you read like 12 books at once Cobb. i mean how many do you read at once three tops have you thought about doing like eight or nine no, I'm not crazy. 
But think about how much more you would read in a year. Right. But if I have weekly reading vlogs, then there has to be some sense of focus. Well, your vlogs would be just utter chaos. Exactly. Exactly. I had vlogs where I was reading like six books at once and I never finished one in a vlog. I just bounced around in all of them. And I was like, this is no, this cannot be enjoyable to watch. So I made myself focus down. I guess, you know what? I don't think I ever really, like in your vlogs, a lot of times you will have like, I started a book, I'm middle of the book, I finished the book. Like, exactly. Throughout the course of a vlog or like, if it's a big one, like maybe across two. Yes, that is exactly the goal. Because just from a viewer's perspective, I think that that can be the only satisfying way to watch it. Uh, no, actually, that's that makes sense. Because like, if I'm not watching every video you post, I might miss a vlog. Exactly. Like, oh, well, like, what did you think of the end of Speaking Bones? Exactly. You don't get a through line. You don't get to know. And plus, two, if you're not interested in every single book that I'm talking about, then you might not. If, if one book bleeds into many vlogs, then you might not click on every single one. Or at least it's just satisfying to see the beginning and the end in one video. Yeah, that's. That makes sense. I, it's funny because like you say you say it and then like I realize like you do it in your video, but like watching your videos, I'm just like, oh, yeah, no, like she's just talked about this book. Good. See, it, I want it to feel natural for you, the reader, but I also want it to feel there's enough strategy behind it that you also feel satisfied at the end. Like if I don't think about that stuff, then you're not going to feel satisfied. Yeah, which makes sense. So for something like like, will you do a vlog for Speaking Bones or will that just be like a spoiler review or something? Yeah, Speaking Bones is going to be in this vlog. That's actually why I missed my last vlog, because I read that nonfiction, and then I buckled down on Speaking Bones, but I didn't complete it, and it wasn't going to be satisfying, in my eyes anyway, to talk about some offshoot nonfiction that no one's heard of and no one cares about, plus partial thoughts on another book. There's like six people that watch your videos that would care. I'm one of them. Okay, so that's true, but I want to create a satisfying video, so I need to also talk about the conclusion to a series in that video but not just partially fully yeah so have you so and this is just the impression i get from your vlogs like you record them like kind of as you go right like you don't like mm -hmm. sit down and like just jump around your house to record different segments all at once <laughs> no i i do check-ins throughout the week okay that's that's the impression i've gotten but you know like movie magic right i just lie i just lie all the time so it's two days later yeah, you throw on a different shirt, like sit on the <laughs> sit on sit on like your your bed or something to do one one clip. Like no one's gonna know. Right. Um, so have you been like just like doing like little check ins for Dandelion Dynasty like for the last like month as you've been reading it, or did you kind of wait till you had like a big chunk to do a check in? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I waited until I got about halfway, did a check in, and now whenever I finish it, I'll do my final check in. Okay, that's that's a lot of book to try and remember. It is, but. The thing is that it's the conclusion of a series that's about 4,000 pages total. So there's only so much spoiler-free you can say. That's true. Yeah, like you can't really dive into even the characters in a vlog, can you? Like, no, because... Without like it, spoiling something because... Yeah, without spoiling book one. Because even at, by the end of book one, so much has changed. That is a weird series for that. Cause, and I feel like most series are like that. Like by the second, third book, it's like, oh, well, I know that character's alive still then. The second and third, especially the third book, Veil of Throne was tricky to talk about spoiler free, but Speaking Bones is kind of easy because I'm 
people mostly want to know, was it satisfying? Was it worth it? Is it worth that many pages? And I can easily answer that. I can easily talk about themes and conclusions and um, like emotions. I don't have to talk about this character arc was satisfying. Yeah, and it's nice that it like you you're not doing spoilers, so that does kind of like condense what you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. You do like the the tab thing, don't you? Like in your books, like little colored things. Oh, sometimes, not usually. I thought I've seen you like wave books and videos before that had like tabs. Yeah, I definitely do sometimes. Um, I annotate everything that I read, which is okay. So you can like flip back through stuff, like yes, when you're getting ready to do your video, it's easy to like go back through and like look for stuff you you underlined or something. Yes, yeah, and that's extremely helpful for me, especially if I'm doing a spoiler review. Just flipping through and seeing all the scenes that I've marked up, it's like okay, well, I know what I need to talk about. Yeah, seeing seeing how well you remember names and stuff like that, like. (laughs) <laughs> how how well you remember like plot points at when you're talking about them it's like well you must have something going on <laughs> yeah i wish i was a better note taker but it's actually just flipping through and seeing what i've underlined but like that's i mean a, a thousand page book obviously it's not like a quick thing to do but like right. an average like five six hundred page book like that's not that that long like mm-hmm. you know 15 minutes of flipping be like i underlined this a whole bunch and this like these are the two yeah. things i can talk about for 15 minutes yeah, and it's helpful because I have to reread everything I've underlined, so then a lot of stuff is more fresh in my mind. And it probably does it help you like remember the stuff that happened around it too. Yeah, I mean, I have a, I have an impressively terrible memory, so stuff gets lost. But I've yes. I've seen that. <laughs> you have you see it in real time. Though I don't know that I feel like it, with Naruto, you've actually like actively forgotten a name like as you were reading it. Yeah, I'm so bad with names. I mean, the, the manga names are and fantasy, like manga and fantasy. The two things that like are your the two sort things of like, I read, yeah, like your bread and butter for this are like, <laughs> you know, you, yeah. you don't get a lot, you don't get a lot of Sean's and stuff like that. Yeah, well, okay, so but Cobb, I'm dyslexic, so names are hard because if it's not like Fred, then the things get jumbled so easily for me, especially if it's not a familiar word. And so usually when I'm reading and I come across a name, I my, my brain just goes, rah, rah, rah. like it just mumbles, whatever. And I know who you're talking about, but I don't take the time to really try to figure that name out. So when it comes time for me to use a name, I realize this person has never been more than a mumble. I do the same thing with names, though. Do you? Yeah, if, if it's a, like a name or like, especially like like in fantasy books where there's like, like cities and stuff like that that just have like just gibberish is their names like yeah there, there are too many consonants next to each other like they don't make sense i don't i don't try and sound them out or like say them i'm just like yeah that's blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and when i see those letters together in the book i'm like i know that place from seven chapters ago still don't know what you're called though <laughs> yeah that's pretty much what i do i don't know it i think it's because you're reading it like like i Obviously, like dyslexia, like plays into it. Like it, that is an easier way to like identify stuff. But you're reading it, so like you don't have to know how to pronounce it if you're reading. Exactly. It, right? For I guess for you, it's a little bit different because you then speak about it in detail. So like mm-hmm. you want to at least have like a jet, like a gist of how to say it. But I feel like you've at least leaned into the I'm going to say this stuff wrong and it doesn't matter. Like y'all know what I'm saying. We'll get through it. Again, I have a very kind corner of the internet. And so they just meme all the time. Like when I mispronounce something, they're just like, oh, there's Murphy. And they like make a make a gag of it. So I'm very grateful that people are gracious. 
Like, that's how Quincy happened. That's how Quincy happened. (laughs) (laughs) What you do with names, I I feel like everybody does that. I bet if you, I bet if you put a poll up and said, like, do you actively read the names or do you just sort of substitute random sounds? It would be an astounding yes. Yeah, you're probably right. It probably has less to do with my dyslexia and more just reader probs. Like dyslexia, like I, I'm going to sound dumb, but like that's like when, like like letters like don't necessarily look right to you, right? Or like out of order, sort of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like it's hard to describe very quickly, but things just get scrambled and um almost become illegible. Where it's like you're reading a sentence and the words will scramble up, and so it doesn't make sense. That makes it even crazier the amount that you read and the speed at which you get through things. Yeah, I nobody ever believes me, but I'm really not a fast reader. It's just that I devote a lot of time to reading. Obviously, time helps, but like you, you definitely must have some amount of speed to finish like the amount of books you do in a month, and still like like you have a family. Like it's not like you're just like living in a cabin in the woods by yourself and just spending sure. literally eight to twelve hours a day just reading. I mean, to be fair, my kids are in school, so I read a lot. <laughs> that's that's fair, but and you said it earlier too. It's your job like right now and and you do audio a little bit too right oh yeah on my bad dyslexia days where i just can't make sense of anything i rely exclusively on audio because it's the only way i can read on those days do you ever do like i know some people do like they'll listen to it while also reading it i have done that and i have enjoyed it somewhat but i usually just do one or the other yeah i've I've tried it a couple times and i can't i can't do it like yeah i think i could train myself to like it but I don't think I do like it. And why would you want to train yourself to like something if, like, you know that there's other ways you like stuff? I know, right? I think the I think the only reason you would do that if you is if you're trying to speed up your reading speed, which I, I like to enjoy a book. You know, like I like to soak it in. Yeah, exactly. Like I might burn through things quickly out of like a desire to win, but like <laughs> I take I still take my time enough to like take it in and enjoy it unless i'm not enjoying it that's when i like crank the speed up and i'm just like i just want to get this done yeah i'm gonna put the ebook away i'm just gonna have the audio and i'm just gonna race through it burn through it yeah because why not right why not i don't know you could just you know dnf you're not very good at dnfing either hey i dnf two books this month technically i did too no i dnf one i finished that other one Ah. the last final girl was a book that like i turned the speed up on and i just burned through it because i didn't I don't understand really how you can that narrator was so bad it would be impossible to understand what's happening so i i tried reading the ebook for it and the ebook wasn't any better because i felt the same thing i'm like well maybe it's just the narrator and i'm reading i'm like no this is just not good but like i liked the i liked the concept because i like horror movies yeah um, so i'm just like i'm just gonna turn the speed up and i'm just gonna get through this and see if it was worth my time was it mm, no yeah. <laughs> like, it wasn't the worst. Like, it it was not the worst thing I've read. It, it was not before they are hanged. Um, Get out of here with that. Abercrombie is a master. Right. My two lowest rated books, this or my three lowest rated books are The, the Blade Itself, uh, Before They Are Hanged, and The Fellowship of the Ring. So Why are we even talking right now? I don't know. You said, you said yes, you do this like a month ago. And then I read those two books. And, and then I should have canceled on you. That's probably. But, like, I liked, like, 99% of the other stuff you read this year, so I feel like it balances out. Does it, though? I really liked The Legend of Lies of Locke Lamora. You have got to learn the title to my favorite book. No, you want to know what's actually the worst part about this? What? 
um, literally sitting in front of me right now is the book. Maybe you are dyslexic. I, I could be. Maybe, maybe I have really bad reading comprehension. Who knows? Maybe you do. I'm going to start quizzing you on books when we finish. You can do that. And I'm really good at Google. It's my job. Stop. There's no way Google can help you. I'm going to come up with some really abstract things. And then I will ask somebody else. I'll phone a friend. It'll be fine. <laughs> but I, th I think I've probably taken enough of your time this evening. It's like nine o'clock now. I just remember to have a video to edit. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. It's okay. I forgot about it. I'd probably be doing something else if I weren't here. That's that's fair. I I almost forgot about this, too, after messaging you. Like you? It was like, yes, like I messaged you at like, I don't know, lunchtime. Um, mm -hmm. And then at like when you messaged me, I, I saw the message on my phone. And I looked at my phone. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm supposed to go record. And she's like, what time? I'm like, 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was 10 minutes until record time. That No, it was 14 minutes. I was like, oh, I'm supposed to be doing a podcast. And Corey was like, when? I'm like, 14 minutes from now? At least we're both bad about that. Yay. And we both showed up. So that's all that matters. That That is all that matters. But thank you very much for, for coming on and chatting about books and, and your channels and all of that. Yeah. And thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, where can everyone find you? I'm going to put it in the show notes also. Murphy Napier Manga, if you like manga, or Murphy Napier Books, if you like books. On YouTube, obviously. On YouTube. And uh, do you want to plug your Patreon as well? Oh, I'm... Maybe try the channels first. See if you actually like me. You need to you need to plug that Patreon more. I, I'm good. Very good. I'll I'll plug it for you. Um, if you join the <laughs> Patreon, you get access to the Discord, and the Discord is a just giant mess of chaotic fun. That is so true. And then you get to experience Mean Murphy, apparently. Yeah, like she she threatens you. I got called it. I got called in capital letters an enabler today. Because you're enabling. And I think a week ago, I got, I got called a lunatic or a loon, something like that. No, I called Kerbix a lunatic today. No, but this was like a week ago. A nice Like when I, when I got my nice. second blackout, you called me a lunatic. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Okay, but if y'all are listening to this podcast, then you know he's a bit of a loon. That's, that's valid. Um, <laughs> anyway, if you would like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. Uh, you can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. You can find us on social media. They're all in the show notes. Um, you can send us emails to social at one-quest.com. And yeah, we'll be back again some other time with more stuff to talk about. Bye. We'll be back at some point doing something about something. No, that that is literally how, yeah, every time. I'm like, we'll be back next week with something else to talk about. Bye. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>